We're again going to start Malachim Bey's Perik Tezvav, Pasuk Aleph. We're going to try to explain the background with Azariah ben Amatzia. And we saw Pasuk Aleph last week. We saw actually Pasuk Aleph and Bey's, but I want to go back to the Rashi to go over the dating. Shnaz Hesim V'Sheva Shana L'Yerovo Melech Yisrael. Again, we're showing the contrast between the ascension to the throne of Amalekh Yisrael, Amalekh Yehuda, to get our bearings, and this Pasuk, according to Rashi, is not as it seems. It says, Shnas Esim V'Sheva Shana L'Yerovo Melech Yisrael. So it sounds like Yerovo Melech Yisrael was king for 27 years, and now... Azariah ben Amatzi has become a king. Malach Azariah ben Amatzi, Melch Yehuda. And look at Rashi and Aleph. Esher, Loimer, Kane, Halo, Uziah. Uziah is the nickname here for Azariah. We're going to use it quite often. Halo, Uziah, Yerob, Melch, There are many Rayas that they both became king at the same time. And here we have a 27 year differential. here means with saras. Unfortunately, as described more vividly in Divrayamim, he's going to get saras as he tries to do the Avedah bringing Keteris. And that happened in the 27th year. Lamadnu. This happened 27 years into his kingdom. This is very important for a number of reasons. The good news is, you know, I always like starting off with the good news. The good news is that for 27 years, he was a good king. He's known as a tzaddik. The Pasuk in Pasuk Gimel right here is going to say, which is quite a haskama. And to do that for 27 years and then have a uh, mess up like this, there's no other word that comes to mind, uh, to make a, a gross mistake like this is unfortunate to say the least. Uh, the second piece of good news is after he does this, he's going to do tshuva the rest of his life, as we will see shortly. Let's see Pasuk Beis, Ben says, That's quite a long reign. About midway, 27 years in, he has Saras and he's no longer functioning as king because he leaves the palace and he parks himself in a base kfaris. He builds a house in a base island, which is an unusual place to live by anybody's standards, certainly a king. He does this, as we shall also see, in order to do tshuva and think about life and the best extreme place to think about life is when you're surrounded by dead people. It's kind of morbid. I wouldn't suggest it for your average one-of-the-mill person who's doing tshuva, but here he realized he made a huge mistake. Pasuk Now, Amatzio at the end had some serious issues also, if you recall. And the first say uh, means that he's basically a good person as his father was and also made some mistakes, or perhaps did better, barring this one mistake, but Lamaisa, whatever shot you pick, Vayasa Yosha Bene Hashem, is a pasuk that's not written by every king. So you can't take that away. 
Dalad which by the way, this disclaimer is said by every king, even the very, very good ones, and they somehow didn't manage to get rid of the Bamas. A couple of them will. We'll get to them. A real uh, tremendous Sadiqim who are not only Sadiqim for themselves, but made a tremendous, will make a tremendous version. Odom is Avchen Makachim If you recall, whenever we mentioned this to explain. And to recap why this was so, if they did everything else right, why didn't they get rid of this? The answer is it was a very hard sell because most of the very from Heliga Yidin in the district of Yehuda Binyamin had these things in their backyard on the deck. As Lahavdalov of dolls, we would have a barbecue. And they remember that their parents and grandparents and Heliga ancestors used to bring bummus and they used to bring it Lashem, and it was a mitzvah them going way back before Binyan Bayas. And they had a nostalgia, and they had an attachment, and even if they weren't bringing, they didn't plan on bringing it, they didn't want to destroy it, because it was used as a mitzvah once, a long time ago. And therefore, they never destroyed it. And every time they tried to destroy it, they destroyed this uh, wonderful, holy artifact that uh, we've had in the family for so many generations. We're not going to use it. Then it ends up, they did use it. That was part of the problem. Yes? Is it possible that, uh, that even though it was... It wasn't supposed to be there, but on their level, that it, would still, it still affected some kind of cure between them and the I'd like to say that. I think it was maybe for some people like that. To just even, even the attachment was dangerous, but I think they were actually using it. And it's like we look at the reform, and we're like, okay, so the leadership is, is, is leading everybody straight, but the, the actual individual, so... Individual, unfortunately, there's no shaykhs. These people, that was the problem. These people had plenty of shaykhs. They daven, they learn, they were from, they were Shem Shabbos. And on Memorial Day, they brought a carbon. I hope it wasn't Memorial Day. That would have been. A, uh, they uh, they brought a carbon because they had an old bum in the backyard. That was the that was the issue. Yes. The constant refrain that the Shmuelah didn't take away the bums. Is that to be understood that they never they did, did they never try or they, they some tried? some tried and uh, that's why I'm explaining why it was a hard sell because this is not something you can come screaming and yelling. Avodazara shagets. It wasn't about Azar, and many of them would claim, I'm even using it for my great great grandfather. Can you leave me alone? This is a link to the past. Would they have sent around soldiers just to knock them down anyway? Yeah, and maybe partially succeeded, or maybe many of them felt that, you know what, it's not so bad. They're not actively, I didn't catch anybody. It wasn't, it was an old barbecue. It was an old Mizbeach. No No one was perhaps caught actually bringing it, and they heard rumors and they should have gotten rid of it, because even if 10% of the population is falling in, you've got to get rid of it. But, but they that's... No, the people. I'm talking about the, the masses. Of course, because the purpose of the king is Lishper, Yad, Rishi, Yisrael, and to take care of Klai Yisrael in a halachic way, and to fight wars. And he fought wars, and he did most of his job. That's why you can have a Pusik that starts with Yasi, Asher, Ben, Hashem, and then add this... Uh, Little sour detail, which, barring uh, Yeshio, Amelech, and others, it's really not going to get done. It will get done by super, super proactive tzaddikim, but we're not there yet. We still have some actual uh, extreme good news coming before the very bad news. So I uh, can't say that Sunday morning is completely depressing, especially in, uh, in uh, Shevet Yehuda. Pasuk hey. Vayanaga, it's interesting, for the major event of his life, it's a pretty short reference. Divrayamim, as we have used Divrayamim many times, and sometimes I copy it, maybe we'll get to some of it over here, there's a more detailed description 
Over here it has a uh, quick reference to this Misa where he tried to enter the Beis Hamikdash, and the Kayanim formed a human fence and called out to him and stopped him. And Well, they said they were going to stop him and he was about to possibly get his army involved. And then there was a massive earthquake referenced in many different Sukkim, and many interesting historical backdrops to what happened. About huge, the whole Harabaya split into two and it's described. And the Navi and everybody ran for their life because earthquakes not only do a lot of damage, they make a lot of noise. Everybody was just very scared. And he ran out because he realized he got Saras and Hashem was reacting to what he was about to do. And he got the message and all the Kainim ran out. And it was a, a day that uh, went down in history, uh, I guess in infamy. Um, I hate to borrow that expression because this was a lot worse actually. Uh, that, as we had discussed, was a bracha. That brought America into the war. The, the other day that... Uh, uh, Pearl Harbor, uh, this, uh, the whole Harabayas split into two and there was a major uh, ground shift and this was a simon that uh, the king is now doing the wrong thing and threatening the Aveda and the integrity and the Ruchnius of Klaus is at stake. Tzaras in Chumish has a process that if he does tshuva, he goes to the kain, the kain comes and he comes back. It doesn't always leave. Here, the kapara he needed was apparently vehimet sever ad and yaymeisa wasn't quick in coming, which I guess is good. What did he do about it? To his credit, vayeshev bebeis ha-chavshis. Beis ha-chavshis, we'll see in a moment, is the cemetery. Matter of fact, let's see it right now. Pasuk Hey and Rashi. Now God shemes Amal Mefurish Bedivrei Yamim Shenichas Laecha LaHakter Al Hamazbeach Hakateris, and we will yet discuss what got into him. We have to understand at least the Havamina, even though whatever it was, it was wrong. Beis Hachavshis Also Lo Bayis BeBeis Hakfaris. Even for regular people, long term, for a king who's used to the finer things in life, certainly built palaces with views. And Rashi says, "Bameisim uh, Chavshim." He quotes from the Yishalmi. Beis Hachavshis is the house of freedom. Ironic name for a house built in a cemetery. It come, comes from the uh, fact that dead people are Chavshim and a mitzvah. They're not too happy about it. But when they're no longer alive, they're part of mitzvahs, which is why we don't keep our sisters out and do mitzvahs in a base kfaris because it's like Rush, because they're part of mitzvahs and they can't do mitzvahs. What was that? It's a shayla where how we integrate that, but that's sort of a direct tefillah's uh, chus for the for the nifter. So that we do, and then Merkaris and the Gemara they used to sometimes by a kever but tzaddik used to have a minikil. They're learning shayla how to integrate that. Where were they within daladam daladamus? But there's a concept of like Rush. and the interesting thing is based on the Gemara Nida when they come back. They're not going to be high mitzvahs maker than either, and they're going to be in a situation where they're ain't a mitzvah At least when they're back in their bodies, they can volunteer. There's just going to be ain't a mitzvah When they're no longer alive, they're more than ain't a They can't be mekayim anything. To the extent as machlis yishenim, did they dafka bury them in shatnas? Did tachrichim have shatnas or not? Uh, the minute today is they don't, but that was the. Shailas make a difference. What's going to be when they get up? Is it lifnei ever? Are they going to get up at shatnis? Achayv mitzvah, not achayv mitzvah. So that's the lashon over here. Beis Achavshis is uh, the place of freedom, and he went to a base kvaris. There was always a uh, 
sort of a hesitation calling a cemetery a base first. That's why we have also said nicknames, a base Achavshis, and base Ailum. Base Ailum is also Lashon Sakinar. It fits. Base Ailum is where you're there forever, like Liyalam Vod. Not really forever, it's Chiyas HaMaisim, but um, a long time. And the famous Maisim with Rabbi Kivega, there's a, a very miserly fellow living in his town, and he uh, never paid his dues to the community for Tzedakah. And you really, it was hard to get money from these people. Not like today, you just like look at them in shul and they raise their hands and start pledging whatever they own. Uh, in the olden days, he had big gates and picture the scene and you couldn't even get in the front door and the butler would just sort of bounce you. So they had one way of operating. The Chavah Gadisha had the final say in everything and when the person died, which eventually happened to most people, whether they liked it or not, they would uh, charge them the amount of back tax they owed as a price for the spot in the base island. So most people paid a couple hundred rubles, and this guy owed a couple of thousand, or a hundred thousand. So it came time, and they gave him the bill, and the family can't complain to Rebbe Kivager that um, it's not fair, and that's not what a kever costs, and they can't do this. It's highway robbery, which it wasn't. He owed the money, and he's a, a ghana from the community. So Rebbe Kivager, uh, you know, wanted to get the message across and not get into too much of a discussion with them. And he said, well, it's really simple. Normally, a regular small plot in a cemetery is just a, a lease, short-term lease, long-term lease, but it's only a lease because he's getting up at Chiyas HaMesim. Your father made his money by loaning without a heteriska. Uh, aside from the fact he was a miser, he also made his money illegally, halachically illegally. And uh, the Gemara says that people who loan Baribis never get up at Chiyas HaMesim. So for him it's not a lease, it's a sale, and it's a lot more expensive. That's what, he, uh, that's what he told them, so, which is an uh, interesting way of uh, looking at things. And I guess they had nothing to say afterwards. I hope they paid up. But the Beis Ailam, in a sense, is uh, a long-term lease. We hope Tchisam Esim happens sooner or later. But Tchisam Esim is after, Shailowitz Shitiya Pik, after Mashiach, what point of the Mashiach. So uh, the fact that they're free means they're free for a long time. The fact that it's a Beis Ailam means for a long time. Good news is that he did tshuva. If you take a look at your first copy in the Emes Liyakov, yeah, Mount Kriyashima, while you're getting your copy. Copies are still in front here. The second column, three lines down, Rashi Pirish, Beis HaChavshis, Asaloi, Bayis, Beis HaKveris, Gamadit, Amar, Bemesim Choshi. Mashman Rashi, She'ene, Inye, Mitzat, Tumas, and Metzera, He's not the pshat, he went to a base first because he was tummy anyway and he couldn't be there and therefore he went to a place which is tummy anyway, it's different type of tumma. It had nothing to do with that. Because he could have accomplished what the Pusik says, just yeshev badad and leave the city and uh, it won't be matame people, they have to go to a base first, not part of the regular din. So why did he go there? The reason this happened is because it became a Balgaida. 27 years of stunning success in his Malucha, that absolute power, which for a king as a tzaddik is wonderful. You get to uh, deal with all the Rosham that way. But it went to his head, which is what happened to most kings who ended up going off. He didn't go off completely. And Adarabba, he realized his mistake was Gaiva, and therefore he went to the place where he can't be a Balgaiva, and that is a base Karas. What was that? No, he said he went now because he realized he violated all the dinim of the king of Layavala, not Kesavazav, is to make sure he doesn't become a Balgaiva. 
And he realized he didn't get that, and that's why he had the chutzpah to think that he's worthy to bring the Keteris. And therefore, to put this back into perspective, he went to Beis Kfaris, where you can't be a Balgaiva. Kanege gavasa shagarma lochek, siv, tiriyamik, chaskasa, gavalibai. Gavalibai means literally became Balgaiva. Ad lahashchis, he wanted to go and make a major ashchasa in the Aveda, for Yimo Bashem lakavi, Yavalhechel Hashem lahakter, almizbeh hakateris. And again, they tried to stop him, and he was about to press forward anyway, and then there was an earthquake, and he got Saras. Yes? We also say the Pasuk, the Kuhana refused to see him if his Saras was Tahar because of what he was doing in the Mikdash. Interesting. So sort of it was, he was sort of a dead end if the Kuhana were coming to You mean he asked afterwards? I don't know why. I don't know why that would be Mutter. Interesting idea. I mean, they were angry at him. I, the din is, if he goes to a Kaya and he has to... It's, it's more probable that... He could probably demand of Yalacha, forget as the king, that somebody, somebody come and pass in the Shaila. Uh, if you look at the Pasuk, remember, it says the Kain comes, then the Simon Tame. He has to come back once the Simon Tahar. It could be more probable it ever became a Simon Tahar. And his Kapar was he was a Mitzar for the rest of his life, which is, this is about as, as tough as it gets punishment wise. Here he suffered as a Mitzar alone in a base car for the rest of his life. And he was king! Law had to run the country like this, and he didn't, as we'll see in the end of the posting now. Yes? So, as you said earlier, now, he wasn't, he couldn't do this. He's in the base of It's possible his house was Dalai Lama's away. I mean, he had a separate house, and, you know, I'm sure the house wasn't a two-by-nothing, so he had a hallway. I mean, you, know, you can arrange your Dalai Lama's away. It's just that the view was horrible. The eastern exposure, western exposure, all you saw was tombstones. <laughs> Pretty depressing. But it knocked the sense back into him and he became more of a humble person. This is so godless. You, most kings, matter of fact, we only have two historical incidents of this. Both of them ended up, I guess, in extreme kaparas. We have Nadavaviu who were killed on the spot. And we have Melachuzio. He didn't die on the spot. Why the Psak was different? Uh, there's a mixture over there, a lot going on, Krovea Kaddish. They were already doomed from Harsinai. Moshe Beno thought it might be even him and Iron. So they died on the spot. That was the Psak over there. And over here, he needed a long-term kapara. And he got it, and the godless is that he didn't buck the system. He kept with it. He never moved out. That's very difficult to be a Mitzayra the rest of his life. And to be living in Beis Kfaris and Akulam, I think, to give up the power and the prestige of running the kingdom. He couldn't really effectively run it from there, and his son will run it, which we're going to get to right now. No, he didn't bring it. The earthquake and the Tsaras uh, convinced him that it probably wasn't a good idea. Probably because he was he was challenging authority. Yeah. He was challenging authority. When you want to bring Gutierrez, so he walked in. They said, "Your Highness, what are you doing?" He said, "I came to bring Gutierrez, and I'm, we're going to read the Madrashim soon, where he came to this ridiculous conclusion that I'm a king and I'm a yachid ba'alami because I'm the only king of all powerful, and Hashem is yachid and the alamis." And therefore, it's only fitting that I, it's only because he had a cheshpin alpi shamayim, l'shem shamayim, where he convinced himself that it's only fitting that he should bring the Gutierrez. Who else but me is powerful enough and uh, good enough to bring the Gutierrez to Kosh Baruch or anybody else an insult? You can get a regular kayim, you get a king. Why he didn't look in Chumash? He did. If you'd asked him, he'd say, no, no, another Avi will kayim, I'm the king. It says Beferish after another Avi and after Kerech, the rules are quite clear. and this is what happened Karech and all his 250 members of the Hedrin all brought their frying pans it's like this happened before 
So what was he thinking? So he say they were kainim and not kings, and they had frying pans. They're members of Sanhedrin, and they weren't kainim or kings. I'm a king. Go figure. You could talk yourself into anything. That's the scary part of the Akiva. Okay, so is that how Rashi references the way No, the, the Bama was a side problem that every king had, that the Pasuk always signs off that the kings didn't get rid of the Bamas, even though the Bamas might not have been active, or were sometimes active, but they couldn't catch who was actually bringing it. And then the hold that it had on nostalgia in Kleistral, that uh, people said, you're Russia, and it's, it's Daraisi, you can't be uh, destroying an old uh, Kli Hektish. So how does it work which, no, so we always uh, were always Bayashiv what's going on over here. And here Dimiyam just says that he came to be bring Kataris. That's what Hayes referring to. Dal's referring to they didn't get rid of the bombers. That was a constant problem of many kings. He actually kinda of warned him that you can't go past this point. And he said, No, no, I'm here to be mocked to Kataris. And he said, Your Highness, you can't bring a Kataris and a client. And then heads were about to roll, probably. And you know, the king walked in with his guard. And then who stepped in, as he did in the Midbar also, and he got Saras on his forehead, and then there was an earthquake. And everybody ran for their lives. Uh, the whole higher bias was, as a whole, if we get to it, there was a major tumult, literally. It was, it was dangerous, people were just running for their lives at that point. So, it's interesting, it sounds like the earthquake was necessary even as he got the Saras. I'm not sure what he was thinking. He's about to bring the terrorists, and he got Saras, that wouldn't have been enough. I, you can ask the same kasha, Kairach is coming. There were a lot of simanim uh, that things were going on and Meshav um, felt whatever simanik is sent is going to take an earthquake. They'll say over there, the earthquake came, they didn't have a simanim before. Okay. But uh, earthquakes are pretty definitive uh, punishment. Yes? He actually started off as the Kain Gadol, but that was Harasha, and he was a Levi. Don't forget the Kain of Cain's Levine, a little bit closer. But yeah, if you'd ask, if you'd interview the Melech here, he'd give you a whole shtickle terror in a sheer clothing, explaining why. And you ask him, uh, you know, it's an interesting point you have. Why didn't Davidanel do this? Lushitosai. There were other kings beforehand. I don't know what he would answer to that. Even Lushitosai. He's a king? Okay, he's a king. So he holds a king, has a. A din that's higher than the Kayim? Okay, so there were kings before you that were at least as great, if not greater? I don't know what he said to that. He would probably say, like the Gemara says, Sometimes in the, the Gemara says, in Shemayim they leave certain chidushim for later generations so they can uh, be mezgader, mezgadol with these chidushim, and this was his chidush. You know, when somebody talks themselves into doing something to Shem Shemayim and they, and they hold themselves to be from, which he was in other areas, it's uh, quite dangerous. That's the problem over here. This is a unique example. We've had other kings doing bizarre things, but then they went off the derech. He, beforehand, was very from, and afterwards uh, was such a Baal Tshuva, he moved to the base Kvaris. This is the only blotch on his record. Pretty big blotch. No pun intended. But uh, this is pretty bad. And, but he did Tshuva. So uh, it starts with good news and ends with good news. It's like disaster in between. Take a look at the end of the Pusik. We didn't finish the Pusik. The next part is very inspiring. <laughs> Go back to Pusik K. But Tumas Mace is fixable, so Ras is not. They still had a paraduma. At that time, when he's in there, he can yeah. now 
showing. Yeah, but the, I don't think that was the main message because you could uh, just um, have a private uh, place at home where you uh, you take uh, Tumas uh, Shiloh where the Chi of Kurinates as well applies to an Akam. The says called, it does. Yeah, he's not a Kayim. Yeah. Right. I'm not a Kayim. Right. Right, right, yeah. It is, it is an ongoing use of a kind to be based kvaris. That is, that is correct. That is uh, certainly, certainly part of the angle over here. Uh, the end of Pasuk came. So the first Pasuk says he got Saras, moved into the base kvaris. Again, you, without email, fax machines, and the like, it's very hard to run the kingdom from base kvaris. You'll say, well, he can hold court in the base kvaris and have the servants come in, but that would sort of defeat the purpose because he was here to show that he really messed things up and he wasn't really fit to be king and he really has to focus on his Messiah Sasharim the rest of his life. So he sounds like he wasn't even accepting that many visitors. I don't know if he didn't have a Harusa. Who took over in between and who was running the country? So the end of the Pasuk says, V'yesam ben Amelach al habayis shoifet es amaretz So interesting, uh, the one reason, Akiva, you're saying he was, uh, might have been there also to show that he wasn't a Kayan. Besides the fact that he remained in Tuma, there probably weren't too many people who wanted to go and visit. Because Kleisol ate Kachim, as a standing, at Kayanim, they ate the Chulim Batayra, probably many Tzadikim. Base Kfar is not a place you want to hang around. So, could he have visitors? Yes. Did he have many? Probably not. And that explains why the end of the Pasuk says, Yesim and Amelach was Alabayas, meaning he was in the palace and he was running the country. This is a great example. You ask somebody after the shir today, go home and I'm sure you'll be meeting many people, maybe some people to uh, come and uh, collect staka, other harusas coming in out of the house, maybe even a barbecue on your kosher, non-bama, on your deck. And uh, I'm sure the topic of the discussion will be what was in shir this morning. So just try a question on them. Who was Yesim? Most people never heard of him. Yesim? Who's Yesim? So Yesim, uh, as you're about to find out, is one of the tzaddikei haderis for all of Klai Yisrael and world history since Shesim Abrashis. And I don't say that about just anybody. And that's pretty amazing for somebody that we never heard of, unless you learn the Gemara Sukkah or you learn Navi. And I'll refer you to your second copy. This is an incredible um, Gemara, and it's in Shaz Bavli. It's not in Zahar. So that's why we're reading it, even though we're under 40. Or somebody here is under 40. Uh, my, my son asked me recently, is 40 still the cutoff point? Maybe we should raise it. I said, it's been raised a long time ago. 40 is not Teramitsinai. It was Aminig. I didn't learn Zaya until 40 because he assumed whatever he was under 40, he wasn't mature enough. Uh, it has nothing to do with 40. It also has to do with being uh, a person who has filled themselves with Shas and Peskim and all the Musar Seder and all the things, he's Mali Vagadush, and now he, he's ready to learn Kabbalah. So anything we quote to Alpinister is usually, uh, I hate to use the word, Lahabdal, a Nister light, but uh, it's, uh, 40 has nothing to do with it. So I've had some... That's right. I've had some people in the shul uh, come and ask me, this their 40th birthday, can they get started? First, first time it happened, I didn't know what they were talking about. Uh, I said... Uh, you're talking about like having a Seder in it? I said, uh, you'll get started when I get started. <laughs> it's, uh, 
Uh, there are many things we quote in Drashas and Shurim that are you know, secondary quotes, but the, the meaning by uh, Litzvah Ashkenazim is not necessary to learn it straight until you uh, finish Chazaring all of Shaz uh, Bi'in and Shochan uh, and everything in between. So this is Shaz Bavli, but uh, Gemara, we're going to say there's a Pashtrat in the Gemara, just it's hard to understand what exactly is going on. Amar Chizkiyot, Gemara Sukkah Memheim and Beis. Amar Chizkiyot, Amar B'yemiyah, Mishem Rabshem Be'echai. Yochol Ani Lifter, Eskol Olam Kula Min Adin. Rabshem Be'echai and his son, Rabbi Lezbab Shemin, but not only the Sadiqi Adar, you know, Lag Barm wasn't that long ago. A lot, lot, lot going on like Barim Alpinister, but Alpi Pashipshat, Rabbi Shimon and his son Rabbi Lezer lived in a cave for many, many years with Mason Nefesh to learn every moment, day and night, seven days, 24 hours a day, or 22 hours a day, however long they slept. And um, that was uh, unequaled in terms of the Mesiris Nefesh and the Madrega they reached in their dar. And he said, with all due humility, Yachalani Lifter is Kalolan Kulam and Adim Yemshin of Reisi Pretty amazing. He said, oh, I myself, Hashem Echai, can pot to the whole world from Din from the day I was born. When did he say this? I don't know. He was 80 years old? 80 years for the whole world. Rashi, lifter, bizchusa, and he saved kol of an asayim, patrim, and adin. I can carry that various of God's call Yisrael from the day I was born till now. Okay, next step. And if my son, Elizabeth Shimon, who was with me, if you put him on the scale, so notice mathematically, two and two doesn't equal four. This gets very exponential. So he pottered for 80 years, however old he was, and now with his son, he potters from Shesh's Mebracious. Now you're wondering, like, who can be the next person? We know it's coming. It's going to be from Shesh's Mebracious to the end of time. Who can be that person after Abshimon and Rabblaz of Abshimon? And if he was with us, Yesem, Yom Shinivra, Ilamat Seifer, from Shesh Mebracious till Bias Gold Sedi. So, for somebody many people never heard of, he's the third of the tripod, Rab Shimon, Rab Lezab Shimon, and Yesem, the part of the whole world from Din. So, again, the Nister part of this Gemara is well, that's great. So, we know Rab Shimon lived, and Rab Lezab Shimon lived, and Yesem lived. So, guys, you can go have a barbecue. And do whatever you want. <laughs> so obviously, it doesn't mean that. So, whatever this means, whatever the schus in protecting the world is, you look at Rashi, and Rashi tells you Yesem was, but you know what? We're going to, um, okay, I'll read the Rashi quickly. We'll have to go back to this next week. Rashi doesn't even say he was the greatest Anav ever to live. Rashi can't say that, but he was. But he's the greatest king in humility that we ever had. Let's see, Rashi says, Anav Yesem Yisham Malachim. What? Well, that's part of the problem over here. He wasn't officially king, his father still alive. That was his godless. He was running the country, and most people, even children, you, uh, for a couple of days, you take over, the father has the flu. Okay, you know, take over, you sign a couple of edicts and a couple of Lahavdal, uh, one of these executive orders, you know, yeah, for a few days, a few weeks. He ran the country for decades. He's halfway through his kingdom. kingdom. He was king for over five decades. His son, humbly, behind the scenes, ran the country, every, uh, every psak and every uh, xera and every uh, war, whatever they had to do. Ran it, never, ever signed his name. He always signed his father's name. Kiu, like he didn't exist. That's real unevist, to get things done and not take credit for it. 
Never his father's alive. His father's king. He's not getting it. Apidin, his father was king. He just couldn't function as king. Zacha bekibir aviv. And tied into a kibir of Emshir, as everything is. Allah Nehmar ben Yechabarav. The Pasuk of Allah, the classic example of kibir of Em was Yesim ben Uziel. He took nothing for himself and gave his father all the covet. Shkal yamim she'avim mitzayrava hu haya shayfet amarisk. Siv yesim shayfet. Our Pasuk, lo nato lov kes amachas v'chayev. Everything was said in his father's name. He gave his father all the credit. Even though the people knew, where's your father? I don't know. He's, um, he's away now. Sounds like the, his makam, the base kvaris, was not well known. And he picked a um, nondescript base kvaris, which wasn't the main tourist attraction. So he ran the country. Everybody knew his father wasn't around, but he didn't sign anything and never said anything in his name. His own name. Incredible. And the Mara says that concept, keep it of aim, and Anivas together got him with Abshimin and Allah Abshimin to hold up the whole world. Yes? Just just Pshat and Gemara, if you don't mind. As, yeah, the disclaimer was, yeah, well, I don't think we know Pshat, no, but yes. No, but, no, but to just, what if we don't, like, I'd be able to, if what? Yeah, well, I mean, he's up to our So it sounds like, we know the world wasn't putter from everything we do, we're responsible for what we do, so we don't really know what the Pshat is. We know he lived, he said, I could putter, but he didn't say he did. And with my son, I got putter even more, Mishay's my bracelet, he didn't, didn't say he did. And with Yesam, we got him chase my bracious to be a skull tzedek. We're left wondering, so did he, didn't he? That's why I said, we're not uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the cabal, but we don't know what he meant. There was, sounds like, had they asked for it? Had they pulled the trigger on some? Uh, it sounds like he didn't. It sounds like he could have. I agree with you. But we're, we're left uh, knowing a lot less than we think we know. Yes? Is this godless face, do you know what it's based on? Is it based on their suffering or based on some other... It sounds like if you had to sum up the Gemara, it sounds like the two biggest chusim you could have is Amelus Batera and Good Midas. The main Good Midas you need is Anivas. Everything else follows. Then you won't be a Kassan and you won't be a Kamsan. If you're humble, everything, everything falls into place. So it sounds like the main two Midas you need is Amelus Batera and Anivas and Kibbutz Aleim is thrown in here, uh, not coincidentally. Uh, because the person with Mechab his parents knows that he's a nothing and all those chusim come from his former so, previous so, generations. So. Shaul was a tremendous honor, but uh, unfortunately, um, we explained this at length uh, about 10 years ago, but uh, the long and the short of it was he was a tremendous honor and he was too much of an honor and he almost lost the kingdom and he did lose the kingdom and then he became too much of a takif. Okay, Yesem goes down in history. Right, right, but Yesem never lost it and it wasn't too much. That's the interesting... Uh, on that positive note, let's go to the Pelayets. Well, yeah, we're comparing people. It's very scary. I mean, Moshe Rabbeinu, the Pusik says he was on a Mikol Adam. And yeah, he went, he went to the Tzaddik, but there are a lot of things we don't understand about the Gemara. We don't really understand any of it. I would just try to show you that Yosef is somebody we never heard of. Gets in the list of the top three for something, and we're not exactly sure what the Gemara is conveying, but it was something very great. Uh, I'll, I'll remind you that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu is not in this list, and David Amal is not in this list, and Abhavina is not in this list, so something unique here. I'll keep you ahead of that. Yeah, but we have Moshe Rabbeinu. The person has the Mita, but it's not able to protect, and therefore, then it can be too much right. for him to manage, but if the person knows exactly where it has full control. Right. His godless was that you would think if you're running the country, you deserve a little credit. 
he didn't want anything. He never put, he never put his name on something, and that's very difficult. Uh, if you ever see anything lahavdil from a government, they'll put every Tom, Dick, and Harry literally the, the project manager, the project sub manager, and the the architect, and the, everybody's name is always uh, in lights, and everybody wants credit. And you go to a, you ever go to a town hall meeting? It's it's like. You know, if it's sad or humorous, like everybody is. Uh, sir, can you put on the record uh, that I said that uh, we should have the meeting next Tuesday night and make sure you get that spelling right? You know, everybody wants their uh, 10 minutes in the spotlight. Uh, Yasin did this for years, and nobody knows. Just check out, uh, check out today by Second Seder and by the barbecue afterwards. Just ask around. Let me know how many people know who Yasin was. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mentioned the Kibbutz Av is here. Plus Anivas together. Yeah, yeah. Other people like Shoal may have even greater than Anivas, but they didn't have, let's say... Uh, it's hard to say. Shoal, if you remember the first time we meet him, is spending like hours and days traveling through the countryside looking for some donkeys because his father wanted him to find them. It starts okay. off with Kibbutz Avim, okay. which is not coincidental. Yes? Maybe I'm scared, but who was Yosin Ben no, no. He's, uh, he, has, he has two names here, but he's not one of them. No, this, is, this is the same Yezim we're talking about. This, this is the famous Yezim. No, the Pasuk was the first one. This Pasuk we just saw was, it was Ben Uziel. Ben he, he, he's the Ben Amal. Yeah, no, he's the Malach Ben Uziel. No, no, no. No, Azariah. Azariah, yeah, no, it's the same person. Uziel and Azariah is the same person. It's one and the same. Okay, speaking of which, not coincidentally, go to page Yud. We have Avas Abonav Abonus. The three parts here. We just spent a few weeks on Avas Reim, Avtavechamecha, and now we'll go to Avas Abanav Abanus, the uh, tricky subject of one during night said of Kibbutz Aim. For those of you who are still scared to come, by the way, come. You have right to be scared. Just come anyway. Uh, a few people told me that this is too big a subject, and it's not for them. They might have to actually work on things. You know, it comes to Stalker, Nobody really knows that they give. They don't give. Most people are giving. It's easier. Chukoseim, okay, so they, they, won't, uh, they won't throw coins into fountains. Okay, so it's not, not that hard. This is a built-in hisnagdus. So we keep trying to uh, thread in here the uh, interplay between the chinuch and the kibbutz aim and how to work it in Lifna Iver. And this is part of it. Avas abanav abanus. We'd like to think there's no such thing as too much ava, but sometimes you spoil the kid so much. There's no, unlimited ava is definitely a great idea. But when you look the other way and there are avlas going on and there's no keep it up aim and the kid grows up and thinks this is normal, you're not doing them a favor. Which is one of the first things he points out. A page here on the bottom. Avas abonav abonus. Gabkein ateva machayvoim. We spoke about the Sefer Charedim and the Chayadim Paskins. This is a chiv part of keep it up aim of avas ha parents. Avas hahirim. And if a person doesn't have that, which naturally they should, they have to work on it because you can't be machabit somebody if you don't really love them. Because... What you're doing is you're being them, and deep down you don't really hold of them, and that's not real kiba. That's what the Sefer Charedim says very clearly, and the Chayyim brings it down. Somebody called me from out of town this past uh, week, and he wanted to discuss uh, whether or not the other place can hold of that. Sometimes a person calls because they're struggling with it, which is fine. The person who called me happens to be uh, giving a share on the topic he wanted to discuss. It, so he doesn't know what to say, and I, I told him I haven't really seen beferish anywhere. But they have the Ukim and the Rambam. We saw the Rambam doesn't necessarily hold this integral, even though it's certainly going to help you. Libi uh, Emily, there are other places who don't say it, who hold that it's not a violation of kibud if the Ava isn't there, but it's indicative that you're not going to do very well. So at that point, might be a machlekes, even though the Chayyim thinks it's pasuk. 
Here, we're talking about the Avas Abanam, which certainly comes even more naturally. Avas Abanam, Abanam, Gamkein, Ateva, Machai, Vemachar, Shehem, Etzem, Me'atzmai, Ubasar, Mibasare, Avila, Orva, Bai, Bane. Interesting example. Even the ravens want children. Even after they have children, they don't recognize them. But uh, there's some connection, at least initially. Avatzar, Lizar, Shalote, Ava, Mikalkelas, Hashura. Ava shouldn't get in the way. The Gemara says, Ava is Mikalkel, Hashura, which means because of Ava, blind Ava, Without seichel and without direction, there are people who don't know how to get musr. There are people who do crazy things in hindsight, the wrong thing, because the Ava was makalko, what they should have really been doing. top line. Sometimes, because of the Ava, they didn't give musr when it was necessary. And the Chibi Yaseira, which in the heart is fine, but sometimes if it's shown in the face of a situation where Musa must be given and you have to feign anger, never get angry, but you have to show a face of anger, is dangerous for the upbringing and the uh, wholesomeness of the child. For Amr Shlama V'chach Masai, Chesech Shiftai Sainai Benai, V'ayavai Shicharai Musa. Uh, in English, this, for some reason, some of the Pesukim and Mishlei, the Goyim took on, that became very famous, to spoil the rod, uh, spoil the, no, spare the rod, spoil the kid. And the Goyim understand, as, uh, at least the Bible-carrying Goyim, who understood the Pesukim and understood the Shlomo meant business, uh, understood that this was serious. And if you uh, go too far showing the Ava in a place where you should be showing the cause, not getting angry, Showing the cost, showing displeasure when the child does a maisavera or something that's bad for their midus, and you dispense with that because the ava is spilling over, then it's to the detriment of the child. Vikr ava, he avas anefesh, your ikr ava is to make sure they grow up as firm individuals and well adjusted individuals. And avas and he reminds you that if you love them, you are trying to help them and, of course, better yourself and their extension, their maizam tevim, and the performance they have later on in life is going to help you, and also, 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 and